Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful.com. It's August 10th, 2023. I am at Joel Pearl, and it's time for your Impact Wrestling Post Show. As always, I have my number one collider, my ride or die, my favorite co-host sorry kate i'm here with cresta star how are you cresta joel you are my favorite co-host too sorry Riddy and rick and sean i don't care i love y'all sorry but joel's like my fairy wrestling father i love him he's the best anytime i get to celebrate wrestling with you i am a happy happy human being same because we just we just really shoot the poo (laughs) (laughs) and you know what there's plenty to celebrate tonight impact was a pretty solid show we're gonna run down we always do. We're going to talk about it. We're a couple of weeks out from Impact Emergence in Toronto. I plan on being there. Don't know what my post-show situation is because my uh, hometown producer, when I go from one venue to the next, is unavailable. So we're going to figure it out. Either way, there will be some sort of Emergence post-show. May not be live. Might be live. I don't know. But we'll get something to you. How's that? Okay? This is the first Chris is hearing about it, too. So don't don't worry. Just don't freak out. Just okay? show up on your phone, bro. Just listen. I feel like this show is known not for its quality. <laughs> it's known for a certain quality of uh, production. I like to have the audio at least sound good. That's why I'm here. More That's than fair. More than anything else. Anyway, I'm, I'm also here, here for, for the you. yuck yucks. That's true. I'm also here for you to leave your thumbs up here on the video. And of course, subscribe to us here at youtube.com slash fightful as we march towards 100 thousand subscribers a number i don't think any of us expected to ever see but we are within arm's reach i'm talking like less than i think less than 500 maybe a little over 500 subs to get there let's go tell your friends man it's a free subscription 399 that is cheaper than impact wrestling's ultimate insiders package okay their youtube costs money to watch the show ours is free to watch our recap so why don't you just go ahead, subscribe to us here at youtube.com slash Fightful. If you got to make another account to do it, go ahead, do that. Tell your friends. Let's go. And of course, if you want to do a little financial friendly stuff for us, you can go ahead and subscribe to us at FightfulSelect.com, the best five bucks in the business. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And of course, you can leave a super chat here at youtube.com slash Fightful. Any amount get your question or statement read on the air, or you can head over to HumperChats.com. Cresta will fill you in right now. You head on over to HumperChats.com, use your fingers, type it or your thumbs, and then you reach inside of your wallet. Your wallet could look like this. You just open it, you turn it upside down and put it into your CD slot, if you still have one of those, and say, hey, Cresta, Joel, how was Impact tonight? We get to keep a larger port, a portion, a larger portion of that donation that you do put in your CD slot. We're happy. Joel Pearl is happy. Sean Ross Sapp is happy. HumperChats.com. Disclaimer, please don't put money into your CD port. Why do you still have a CD port? (laughs) I mean, CD ports are important, but like, please don't put money into your CD port. (laughs) Mommy, the lady on the internet told me to put that, my money into the CD port. Now it's making sounds. (laughs) In the background, it's... Please don't do that. Like, do, don't put a pancake in there, even though it is the shape of a pancake, to close it to feed your Neopet. Thank you. Public service announcement. (laughs) Are we speaking from experience? No, 
Why would you think I would do that, Joel? Oh my God. I, so nothing really would shock me anymore from you, Cresta. We've been doing this for well over a year and nothing you say would ever shock me at this rate. Neopets over here. Yo, check to see if your Neopet is still alive. Life alert. Does anyone remember their ICQ number while we're showing our age? Get out of here. 8548 Is it active? Hell no. Was it my number? Yes, it was. Dude, I've been trolling since Netscape. Don't speak the old text to me. I was there lady, when he wrote it. Lady, we're old. Let's <laughs> talk about BTI. Let's hop right into our best pal, George Iceman, hanging out in the coffee shop. I'm sorry, it's his office. And he says, who will take on subculture at Emergence? He's hearing that subculture is watching Impact from the UK. I should hope so, considering, you know, they... They, they've tagged <laughs> they work for the company i should hope they watch the product and then he says that they're training for one specific team but if it changes then things will go differently and i'm sitting there being like that is an awful plan of action and whoever is telling you that this is what you should do as a tag team should probably rethink your strategy is giving plausible deniability i was practicing for this team but this team won, therefore, I don't like the outcome of this match. Should I lose? Only if I lose. But if I win, then I'm a god. <laughs> That's exactly it. But instead, we're going to see who gets the, uh, the tag title match at Emergence. And we're gonna we're gonna get right into that in a minute. First, Champagne Singh takes on Kevin Knight. Uh, I don't want to I don't want to spend too much time on this match because honestly, it was real clunky. It got awkward. There were some moments. Uh, I, I don't want to kind of harp on it, but it just wasn't a very good match. Knight gets the win uh, after the jumping DDT. Uh, Mahabali Shira tries to interfere. Singh hits Shira off the top rope, off the apron. But there were a few spots where I was just winning. I was like, why are we, why are we even airing this match? Because it just, I expected better from both men, and I've seen better from both men. I don't know if the chemistry was off. It was just, there was stuff that should have been hidden in this match. But it happened. What do you think? I agree. But I thought that this was on purpose because at a lot of points of that match, it looked like Kevin Knight was throwing himself at Chef Singh. Okay. <laughs> like, like it just like he was throwing himself. But now that you said that, that makes a lot more sense. That <laughs> that does make like, like, why are you just, maybe y'all both sweaty. <laughs> you know, like you try to grab someone because they're sweaty, you just slip. I, that's what I thought. Singh has been at this for a very long time. Raj Singh has been wrestling for years like 20 like easily 20 years he's been at this for a long time i don't know what happened it was weird there was one point where kevin knight goes for a springboard crossbody which he does in almost every match and for some reason sing almost no sells it and kind of sandbagged him a little bit it was a that's what i was saying it's like you it's like you bounced off of him it it just seemed like sing yeah no sells it's like i am in prey i break you like zangief And then later on, you know, Singh goes and hits the knee to the side of Knight's head across while well, he's draped across the top rope. And then instead of dropping him for the the uh, Ushigoroshi, which is just the the knee on the back of the head as you bring him down from from you know a, a that's my new position. favorite word, new favorite move. Which say one more time. Ushigoroshi. Ushigoroshi. And that sounds cool as hell. Adam Cole. Adam Cole does that, baby. And I didn't know that was the name of it. That's the name. So anyway, instead he drops him. Uh, on the back of his neck onto his head like not onto his head but just he almost scoop slams him instead of actually doing mm-hmm. the move he's supposed to do which is supposed to be kind of like a knee uh, ba- a knee breaker type of thing yeah very there was just a lot of really weird stuff they do the crossbody again and that's when he hits it Kevin Knight hits it on uh, Mahabha, on uh, Raj Singh it was just a, again an awkward match don't know what happened it was a showcase for Kevin Knight I will say that but I will also say that every match can be a banger I now, like I said, now that now that you said maybe things were clunky and you're know, like, okay, now that makes more sense. But to me, it was like maybe Singh is just being a jerk. I respect the ref for taking the money and say I don't cheat. <laughs> Favorite part of that, she that took the good. money and said, "Hey, you know what? I don't cheat. I don't know what to tell you. What about the money? What money? Are you gonna confess you paid off a ref? I would hey, do that. <laughs> if, if you're gonna if you're gonna go ahead and get all the money, make sure you get all of it. That's all I'm gonna say. Get the money up front. That's Always right. get the money up front. That's right. Take the money and run. Uh, let's open up Impact with the tag title tournament. Ace of Bays take on Swan and Callahan. I thought it was a slam dunk. Ace of Bays would be advancing. Uh-huh. But instead, the good hands show up. They break up the pin from Ace Austin trying to pin Sammy Callahan. 
Skyler does the stroke on Austin Callahan. It's a pile driver. Sammy and Sammy and Rich Swan advance in this thing. <laughs> and it looks like Bay and Good Hands are going to have some sort of blow off match. But uh, we'll talk about the whole match. But what do you think of this whole outcome? <clears throat> I didn't have time to mute. I'm Sounds sorry. good. That sounded really good. Delicious. Um, honestly, I'm on your side with the. I thought that Ace or Bays was going to win. But when they didn't, I'm like, oh, okay, so we really putting it on the Rascals. I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it. It gives Ace or Bays something to do. But good hands. You should change your name to Bad Fellers. That was so rude. Oh, my God. I think, like, the match itself was good. It was fine. There, It was really in the first third, they were really, poor Ace Austin was getting his ass beat this match. <laughs> Ace Austin was getting beat up. But he was also doing a really good job um, of selling as well. So like I say he was getting beat up. He might not have been getting, he might have been pillow hands in there, but I believe that Ace Austin was in peril this whole match. Um, Bay getting caught in the chicken wing from Sammy after Austin got dragged outside by Swan was really interesting because I've never really seen Chris Bay tap or be like in peril like that. For the most part, he's really protected in this group. So <clears throat> I'm okay with it. To me, it's though it telegraphs uh Rascal's win, unless, unless this is a three-way, because Ace of Bays complains and says, Yo, these guys interrupted in the match. That's not fair. I don't know. I don't know. But I again, to me, this is a telegraphed. We're gonna have the Rascals win the tag titles, and I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Me neither. So the, these four had great chemistry. In the grand scheme of things, this is the Rascals tournament mini tournament to win because Subculture are a babyface tag team. Swan and Callahan are not. Ace of Bays are kind of on the tweener side, more babyface than anything else. But because they're Bullet Club, people think that they're you know, their heels, but uh, no, it, instead you get Swan and Callahan versus the rascals probably next week. And then you do, I, I'm going to guess that it's just going to be rascals versus subculture. And I'm okay with that because looking at what's going on in the field for emergence impact loves to do like one title change per event. This is the time where I could see the tag titles being dropped because subculture they're clearly in the UK. They're clearly still based there. Costs a lot to keep having to bring people in once a month or for a few days, send them up in a hotel, fly them across the, not just the country. Country is one thing. Fly them from another continent internationally. That is a whole other can of worms. Uh, so I could see Rascals cheating, winning the tag titles at Emergence. But first they got to get there. They got to beat Sammy, uh, Sammy Callahan and Rich Swan first. But uh, no, this match was good. Sammy has a great flatliner DDT combo. And then, of course, Ace of Bays, not to be outdone. They do their neck breaker and kick combo that I really enjoyed. I love this. Sammy Callahan catching Chris Bay in the chicken wing when they tried for the art of finesse. That was so damn good. That made the match for me. And of course, Good Hands getting involved, it sucked, but I get what they're trying to do. Uh, and then Callahan and Swan are just going to go on to Rascals and. I assume the Rascals are going to get the win unless for some reason you get the good hands getting involved in this outcome. Uh, you got AO in the chat sending a super chat saying Rascals must have paid the good hands. They did a whole thing on social media while the show was going on where Wentz and Bay were going back and forth about Rascals uh, paying off the good hands. So it could play into it. Who knows? I mean, if it's I could even see it taking it one step further. What if they didn't pay the good hands? What if the good hands are big mad that they're not involved in this tournament and just being a menace? Because if I if I recall correctly, if not last week, two weeks ago, they were like, Scott Demore, how come we're not involved in this? Or Santino, this is a little BS. And he's like, well, you guys are losers. You really haven't won anything. That's why you're not involved in it. So be gone, foul demon. And they were like, okay, so whatever happens now happens. So it could it could legitimately be I'm bitter Betty and I'm jealous. I was gonna say something I completely just forgot what it was uh, about good hands. Good hands could easily be in the pocket of the Rascals with the guarantee that if the Rascals win the tag titles, they get the first shot through the good hands. It could be as simple as that, which is an old heel trope, and then they just kind of beat them and that's it. 
how many times are the good hands going to fall for this same trick? <laughs> if that is the case, how many times? Because this will be the third. The first time was with Bully. The second time was with Moose and Myers. <laughs> and this will be the third. Please. <laughs> this is worse than the baby face. The, surely the bad guys aren't going to jump me. Well, you never know. Uh, Baba sent us a, a, a Humper Chat over at HumperChats.com saying the good hands are building up go away heat in this household. Johnny Swinger without Zicky, the injustice still stings. We're going to talk about Johnny Swinger because I got some thoughts on Zicky that. Zicky Dice not being here? Disgusting. But from what I gather from the ROH post show, he went to Ring of Honor. And I mean, yeah, I get it. I get it. But Johnny Swinger, I'll never forgive you. I'll never forgive you. The Honorable Zicky Dice. That should be, he should be a judge. It should be a Ring of Honor gimmick where he is a judge and he calls himself the Honorable Zicky Dice. All right, listen, be for real. Look at Zicky Dice. What about him looks honorable? <laughs> that, hair, that hair looks honorable. That man is, that man is, that man is dishonorable, haram. <laughs> He's not good, not kosher. He's not good. <laughs> good Lord. Anyway, speaking of not kosher, Santino's in the back with an electrolyte drink saying like, oh, I finally get them in it. And then in come the coven and they say there have been a lot of bad decisions being made lately, including your haircut, Santino. And they're like, no, that's not the point. Coven say they're owed a rematch. They beat uh, Deanna and Trinity last week. So they get they should be give, given the knockouts tag title match at Emergence or at least included. And then in come the Death Dolls. They're running in Jessica and Courtney Rush. And they say, we want to be part of this. And then Santino's like, why? And he says, or they say, we're awesome. And then Santino's like, no, you got to do better than that. And so they get into the huddle position as they do. And they're like, what do we do? I have no idea. I thought that would work. And then Santino joins them. And I kind of like this because it's so stupid. He reminds the Death Dolls that they beat the Chantourage at Slammiversary. The Chantourage are scheduled to be challenging for those Knockouts tag titles. Makes sense. And also the Death Dolls are former Knockouts tag team champions themselves. And then with the stupid accent that Jessica nails, she reminds Santino of the, just that. Clearly, Crest is star. They're watching our show. Because they're doing the damn voice. Honestly, that was 10 out of 10. This segment sold me for the rest of the night. When Santino said, what are you guys talking about? And they said, yeah, we tried to convince. We thought also would be enough. And after he gave them the whole plan, Courtney Dead says, thank you, kind stranger. Yo, bro, you're you're wild. (laughs) Then she turns back to him. And then Jessica, with her whole chest, does the Santino voice. And how any of those people kept a straight face is beyond me. That was, I I don't like to compare people like this, but that was Sammy Zayn levels of, he's not feeling (laughs) oozy. Oh, my God. That was so funny. And that was so, like, you didn't even try, bro. You just gave it to him verbatim. 10 out of 10. I don't know how many times I had to do that take. But how all of them kept a straight face, brava, brava. I intend, I am going to see Taylor Wilde in about nine days. I might ask her how many takes that took. (laughs) I need, that's my personal question. How y'all kept a straight face? And if it took more than one take, okay, you knew it was coming. But if that was the first, oh boy, I couldn't be a wrestler because this would have been me the whole time. Well, to make things serious again, in walk MK Ultra, the Knockouts Tag Champions. And after Masha says something in, in uh, Russian, Kelly says they'll take on all comers. So it's going to be a four-way Knockouts Tag Team Championship match. It's going to be MK Ultra. It's going to be Death Dolls. It's going to be the Chantourage and the Coven. I didn't love that they made this a multi-tag team match for Emergence, but I do like the way they got there. Big meaty women slapping meat. I mean, there aren't that many meaty women in this. I mean, yeah, I, I guess you can get to uh, Kylan King and, and and Giselle Shaw. That's going to be fun. Okay, they're not meaty like a like a big E, like a bully red. This is did they duck like a frozen peanut butter? <laughs> so it's big. It's big meaty women for comparison for women slapping meat. And I'm excited. You know I love the knockouts division. I, I have been out here champion champion in the knockouts division. If you see me arguing on Twitter, it's me. It's me. It's me. It's it's Cresta talking about the knockouts division. It's me. That's- and like, what's the best women's thing? Like, whoa, 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 before you argue about that, 
have you considered the knockouts division? Because I don't think you're considering the knockouts division. Have you have you seen what's going on? In knockouts? I was like, okay, we get it, Crest. No, I don't think you understand. <laughs> you're on the collision post show and all of a sudden all you can talk about is the knockouts division you got 20 minutes alone on diana perrazzo and it's good enough Which bro you, you could do it because diana's been on dynamite so i guess it works honestly honestly i'm gonna say it y'all could all and y'all this is gonna reach the target audience y'all could all take a lesson from impact knockouts division okay okay that's it Except for tonight, because there's only one women's match, and that's okay because they get a pass because every other week is like eight. Okay, that's it. It's valid, and at least they moved they moved a bunch of stories forward, and they had the challenge later on. We're going to talk about, but first, Bupinder Gudra takes on Dirty Dango with Alpha Bravo, and of course, Dirty Dango comes out, and what does he say? Man, Man. do I hate pro wrestling, and what do I say? Man, do I like Dirty Dango? He's apt. He knows this gimmick. He lives this gimmick. He is every one of us, and I appreciate it. Gudra looked great, by the way, not just in physical appearance, but mm. the match itself, Bupinder Gudra knows how to go, but these two had really good chemistry. Dango sold everything well. All leads up to Bupinder Gudra setting up for that gargoyle spear. Bravo shines a flashlight in Gudra's eyes. Dango hits the reverse DDT, gets the win. Good match, solid match. Dango cheats to win as expected. And then he starts running down the crowd after the match. Now comes Jake something. And this was something I did not expect. He says he worked hard to come back to Impact. And that if Dango doesn't like Impact, then he can get out. Hit the bricks. Hit the bricks. And instead, uh, something says, or I can make you. And instead, Dango's like, nah, I'm just going to leave the ring. But then he goes to sneak up behind Jake something. And gets forearm to the face instead for his troubles. Well, I will talk about the match first and say that I have no notes. Poor Bupinder Gujar. That's all I got to say. You got cheated out your boots. Johnny Bravo with the flashlight. <laughs> Makes sense, a- but it's so, just so stupid. But this is why I said tonight Impact was five out of five for me. It was so, it was, a, it was a. <laughs> It was so bad. It was so, it was bad that it was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Jake something coming out here. And I know some guys, sometimes people tune in like, what thirsty comments Crest is going to say this week? But I'm a changed man. Look at the range, man. And I will say that if Jake something told me or I'll make you get out the ring, I'm skedaddling. That is a huge man. And the fact that Dirty Day go went back in, I mean, oof. Take something go beat you back to being funny, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's a that's a large, and uh, he'll kill Johnny Bravo again. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Bravo and something getting into it because eventually something's going to just knock the oh, daylight out of Alpha Bravo, and that's going to be a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed it, uh, but yeah, Jake, something. You know what? I was I was sitting there watching week to week as he beat up jobbers, and I said, "What's he going to do?" What are you going to do for Jake something? Because he's not going to go after the X Division Championship right away. Uh-huh. Right now, there's the Kushida, Chris Saban, Leo Rush world. And like that story is completely Jake something list. Doesn't need to be there. Uh, and the design, I see someone in the chat saying he thought it would mix with the Eric Young and the design. But no, that's that's not where we're going with that either. Clearly. I feel like that story is a little too personal to add extra people. And we might like... In the lifespan of things, we might be in the end game for violent by design, design. We're, we're, we're in the final throes of that. So I wouldn't add him to that either. Well, it's also just because Diener and Jake something were uh, were cousins at one point in Impact, right? You had cousin Diener and cousin Jake. You don't remember this, do you? I do. I didn't know who the other person was, and he doesn't look anything like Cousin Jake. Oh, my God. I love the Deaners. Oh, my God. <laughs> so the Deaners <laughs> together, there was that. Uh, but I don't think they're going to run back to that just right so quickly. Jake uh, is I remember- very serious right now. I don't think. Yeah. And Cody is very serious as well. I don't think. There's still time. I, I think that eventually... Cody Diener and Jake something will do something, no pun intended, but I don't think it was the way they wanted to start it out. So I'm glad that this is where they're going because Dango is the perfect like beginning for Jake something. So, and oh, then yeah. they'll figure out as the title situations become clear where Jake something can go from here, which is good. 
And plus, no one's going to feel bad, honestly, if Jake something beats the living breaks off a of Dirty Dangle who's been coming out here for weeks with the, man, I hate pro wrestling. And very much what Jake something said, if you hate it so much, hit, get out. I thought you were a successful moguls or something. Leave. You pay $200 to wear a holy shirt. Leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about Dean Irwin. We may as well talk about his segment next. Calls Eric Young Sheep. Says Eric Young saw greener pastures, and when he saw the shepherd, he fled like the lamb he is. I loved it. I that loved was a great it. line. Oof. Yes, Oof. it was. Diener says he's not a failure. Sammy Callahan infiltrating the design was not a failure. It was Callahan's betrayal. Alan Angel, same thing. It was his betrayal. Eric Young, it's the same thing. It's your betrayal. And then he says, but Khan, Khan will never betray Cody Diener. Khan says, uh, they, well, basically, they, they insinuate that Khan's been mentored into in, uh, becoming an indestructible monster. Easy for me to say. Uh, and I love that they're, they're hearkening back to when Eric Young had Diener be the monster that he designed for Violent by Design. Khan is the same thing for Diener. So we're just passing down the generations. What do you think of the segment? Khan, of course, mentioned that he's going to beat up Eric Young, and that matches, I think it's next week. Cody Diener in this promo, uh, Mr. Diener. Oh, that promo was so good. That promo was so good. I can't, it bears repeating. He said, you left like the little sheep you were for greener pastures. And then when you saw who the shepherd was, you ran. Oh, oh, that, that was so good. And I think that him also then, from that super, like, I feel like actualization moment to then be in complete denial about that's not my fault that Sammy Callahan betrayed us, even though Alan Angels warned me for weeks that Sammy Callahan was going to betray me. And even though Khan doesn't say anything in the two words, he was like, uh, he's going to betray us. And I didn't believe them. That's not my fault. That's Callahan's fault. You not die because I didn't make sure you weren't dead and me not giving you the double tap. This is a joke for legal purposes, please. Like, <laughs> like, bro, that's that's not my fault. That's you being a joke. That's your betrayal. Like, the the denial. Diener is so good in this moment that I'm now reinvigorated in it. I want, <clears throat> I want this to not be two, three matches. I, I wouldn't mind this going another month now. If it's this version of Diener and we get something real nasty out of Eric Young, which I know we can. I've been watching a whole lot of Slammiversary takes when Eric Young had the big beard and he was out here being crazy, homeless, and Canadian. I know he can do it. So it's like we if we get back to that, that would be very interested in that. Very interested program because we did say at some point before this, Cody has to turn. I'm sorry, I don't know why I keep calling him Cody. Diener got to turn on Eric Young for beating his ass all them years, all that Stockholm syndrome. So I'm not mad at this. I'm very excited to see where this goes. But after this, this does need to be the end of it. Cause I think you jumped the shark at that point. Yeah. This isn't something that you need to uh, draw out unless you're about to have Diener go over, create a new group. that just makes sense. And then Eric Young goes and I, I don't even know. I don't know. But once these two are done feuding, it's it's kind of like, okay, off to your corners, go to your separate universes, that's it. You're right. It might just be that. And I like that. And that's okay. I mean, like, Eric Young, there's a lot of things for Eric Young to do. And um, there's a quote that Eric Young was like, if you can't find 10 minutes for Eric Young on TV, you're crazy. And Impact will find 10 minutes on TV for Eric Young. Absolutely. <clears throat> As they should. Yeah, I think even if he wanted to do Team Canada again, I'd be interested. Start a whole new Team Canada. Like, this is a Canadian promotion. And even if it's not, you have me fooled. Actually, yeah, that's a good idea. I wouldn't mind seeing Eric Young approach Scott Tamora and just be like, I have I have one more idea. I, have, I'm, I am an indestructible idea. You can't kill me. But how about we bring back Team Canada? And he puts together a new Team Canada with some uh -huh. newer, newer, younger, newer, younger talent. I wouldn't hate that. Sheldon I wouldn't Jean. hate that either. Sheldon Jean should be one of those members. You know, I agree with that. To get him away from Kenny King only because I think Kenny King is great on his own. And we know that at some point, Monsieur King is going to turn on do. And I think being a part of Team Canada in the Impact Legacy is not a bad thing to be a part of. It's kind of like LWO, NWO for WWE. And AEW at this point, the elite, <laughs> be a part of the elite or uh, Blackpool Combat Club. If you're a part of that, you're a bride of passage, you know? 
It's funny because someone in the chat saying sign Lance Storm for Team Canada. Lance Storm already works at Impact Wrestling. He's a producer. <laughs> He's already there. Lance Storm wants to know exactly what you think is funny because I'm not <laughs> laughing. <laughs> anyway, we mentioned Sheldon Dean and Kenny King. Uh, GM Miller's backstage was Swingman. And Swingman shouts out Simon Diamond, which is wonderful in 2023. <gasps> Who is if Simon any- Diamond? Simon Diamond also became, uh, it was also known as Nova. And uh, it, it, it was Bucci, Simon, Simon Bucci, WWE, uh, Simon System, uh, Simon Dean. Is that Simon I Diamond? gotta look it up. I gotta look I it remember. up. I gotta look it up again. I'm pretty sure Simon Dean became Simon Diamond. Maybe could be. Oh, no, he's the director. Oh, okay. What am I doing, guys? <laughs> There's a song that Mike says, Bucci What the hell am I doing else. here? My Gucci was somebody else. I'm so I'm so wonderfully out of it. Uh, no, that's Pat Kenny. I'm thinking of Pat yeah, Kenny is Simon Diamond. Anyway, let's let's stop let's stop doing that. Pat Kenny is Simon Diamond. I had a complete seniors moment, and I'm an ECW fan. That is very painful for me. Not senior. Simon Dean was Nova. Mike Bucci, Simon Dean, Nova. This is Simon Diamond. Simon Diamond is Pat Kenny, who works at NWA right now. So that's where that goes. Simon Diamond and Swinger were an ECW tag team before ECW shut down in 2001. Swingman is ready, and he's been training for his title match that's upcoming. In walk Kenny King and Sheldon Jean. Kenny King says, I am the champion of the galaxy because I'm the digital media champion, and the internet goes far beyond the reaches of the world, and Alex Shelley is only champion of the world. Therefore, he is better. And then he walks off, and Swingman says, wait, what's the internet, daddy? And two things I thought about was, oh, my God. Swingman is going to win the digital media championship and go on a path of self-discovery of the internet. That's one. Number two, you know that episode of Family Guy where Quagmire discovers internet porn and then comes out of his house and he's super ripped and one arm? <laughs> so you say he'll go to the swing of dungeon and figure out what the internet is? One hundred percent saying that. Oh man, that's like that's like the episode of South Park where the all internet shut down and Stan Marsh had like ten minutes with the internet. They came out like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it was a ghost. It was a ghost. All this ectoplasm. Oh my god, Slimer, get out of here! <laughs> so good. Anyway, that's where I think Swingman is. Swingman is going after the digital media championship. I think that's better than anything we could ever expect, and I love it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if. If the digital media championship sends him on a path of actualization and then he becomes serious for one one more time, I wouldn't mind seeing him go for a world championship title shot. If he wins or not, I'm okay with either or. But because I just got here and the world revolves around me, I'm a wrestling fan and I just got here, I want to see Swinger serious one time for the one time. Not like Dirty Day goes serious. <laughs> But he hates pro wrestling, so that's okay. But they, he don't hate pro wrestling. don't hate pro wrestling. He's just confused. <laughs> Have you guys seen Chuck Norris lately? He's still kicking butt, staying active well into his 80s. What's even more shocking is he looks more jacked than ever and seems to have more energy than guys half his age, and it's all thanks to Morning Kick, a revolutionary new daily drink from Roundhouse Provisions that combines ultra-potent greens like spirulina and kale with probiotics, prebiotics, collagen, and even ashwagandha. Just mix it with water, stir, and enjoy. Unlike the other green drinks out there, this one tastes exactly like strawberry lemonade, has hundreds of five-star reviews. I love the taste of this. I love the way that I feel after drinking it. I've never felt better. My digestion is smoother. Body looks leaner. I have energy all day. I just feel younger. And the flavor is so much better than other green drinks. Go to roundhouseprovisions.com slash Fightful for up to 44% off your regular priced order. Every purchase is packed with a 90-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to experience smoother digestion, boost of energy, and overall a healthier body, go to roundhouseprovisions.com slash Fightful today. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Fair. Let's move on. Alicia Edwards with Edward Edwards takes on Jody Threat. Not much to say about this match. Edwards trips up Jody with Kenny the kendo stick. And then Kazarian comes out, takes out Eddie Edwards. Jody recovers, hits. She doesn't call it the F416 anymore. It's now called the Pop Shove It. If you're a skater, now you know. Uh, shout out to Jody's 11 year old rice cooker that died today. Uh, we hate it when rice cookers die. So, our, Travesty. our T's and P's to Jody Threat's 11 year old rice cooker. Uh, Jody gets the win, though. So clearly, the rice cooker's death is not in vain. And post-match, Kazarian goes to hit Edward Edwards with the kendo stick, and as he winds up, hits Lish in the face and knocks her out. So there we go. Lish Edwards knocked out and loses the match. What do you think? I agree with the crowd post-match. You deserve it. Honestly, with as obnoxious as Alicia Edwards has been, and I, and I love it. Again, I love it. You you absolutely deserved it. Um her actually getting some offense in on Jody Threat. Okay, cute. Whatever. I don't really have any notes. Jody Threat beat that girl up. <laughs> but she got some offense in. You're right. Lish got a little bit of a little bit of movement. Good for her. And all she did was scream the whole time. Ah, ah, so good for you. Sounding like a, a shrieker. I respect. So uh I, I don't know. What does this mean? Kazarian and Edwards were back on that horse again. Alicia's going to be mad that she got hit with a candlestick. You're an in-ring performer. Bully Ray puts women through tape. You you literally were intimidated by Bully Ray, one Bullford Ray. What is happening here? Buddy, that match, that tag match is either going to happen in Toronto at Emergence or they're going to do it at Bound for Glory, which to me makes more sense. Get, can we get Tracy Brooks' payday? You got to do that on the pay-per-view instead of on the Ultimate Insider show. I get it. I feel like Tracy Brooks would have beat up Alicia. I, I do. I do. She. I feel like she could have been out of the ring for the past five years. And with all due respect to Alicia, based off of your character and what I'm seeing right now, I think Tracy Brooks would have picked you up and put you down, sis. <laughs> yes. I get it. I do. Deanna Perrazzo wants to put down Kylan King, challenges her to a singles match next week. Kylan King, of course, pinned Deanna Perrazzo last week in the tag match of the Coven versus Deanna and Trinity, the Impact Knockouts champion. Uh, I love this because there's some good uh, – some some good uh, what do you call it? Not synergy. It's a reflection of itself. It's a ref- whatever. Kylan King had Trinity's first singles match in Chicago the last time they filmed there. So Kylan getting Deanna this time makes most sense. There you go. That's what I was. Got getting. it. I don't know what the words you're looking for, and when it comes to me, I'll just shout it out. Someone in the chat will get it before me. I just know it. It's fine. all I got is palindrome. Buddy, I've been on both sides and. I'm- I'm tired and I'm just here. So here we go. He's tired. He's old. He works with children. <laughs> yep. Yep. Speedball versus Kushida, though. That was a really good match. I really enjoyed that. It was a great match. Talk about turning someone's arm into, into uh, needed dough. <laughs> All right, so Kushida gets the win after hitting. He gets the hoverboard lock off the top rope as uh, Speedball's going for the. Um, He's going for the ultimate weapon. Kushida gets the hoverboard lock, takes him off the top. They fight for a little bit. And then Kushida turns it into a small package driver, gets the one, two, three on speedball. This match was so good, so good. And a lot of back and forth reversals, some good rope break submission attempts, and some good pinfalls. What do you think of this match? You know, traditional X Division style wrestling right here. Symmetry. Shout outs to Dex Baker in chat. That's the word you're looking for. Yes, it is. Symmetry. Workout. Um, this match was nice. I very rarely see Speedball really get the piss taken out of him, but Speedball, his uh, I ugh, Kushida work. I know Kushida to be a high flyer, but I always seem to forget that Kushida will also stretch you like Dean Malenko. Stop playing with him, Perry Saturn ass. Like he, ooh, he stretched the shit out of his arm, and it's like. I get commentary trying to pull over, like, see if you would have bent the rules, like Jonathan Gresham said, and it doesn't matter because the ref wouldn't have saw it. I'm like, yeah, but Kashida still fought with honor. He fought with honor because she was just a better person. I would not be opposed to a speedball heel turn. I'd be interested to see it because he's very clean. He's very white meat, blue eye, baby face. He's that. 
But like this match, like yikes. I don't ever want to wrestle Kushida. You're going to have to pay me a lot of money. And then he's going to finger poke me or do him one time and I'm laying down. I'm doing the job because Jesus Christ. Oh, every time he hit that hoverboard lock, I said, you're going to break his forearm, his shoulders dislocated. I'm mad. I know it's professional wrestling, but I too got worked. Fair. <laughs> the match was really good. The match was solid. Uh, there's not much I can add. I do love that at the beginning, as Kushida's going for that hoverboard lock, and they go out of the ring. What does Kushida do? He just turns it into shoving speedball into the post and just trying to take him out one, one piece of uh, one piece, one limb at a time. This this was really good. Uh, speedball has a great moonsault and it's so quick, especially after Kushida dives through the middle rope and misses Speedball because he's already up and ready to hit him with that moonsault. There's just really good chemistry between these two. It's a yes. really, really solid match. Kushida getting the win makes sense again because he's got that ultimate X and we're waiting to build him for a match against Leo Rush or at least whoever the X Division champion is. Kushida technically is supposed to have next, but there's no confirmation that it's happening anytime soon. I it's not going to happen in emergence because Kushida is part of that big eight man tag as is Leo rush who was the exhibition champion. So who knows? It's, it's very interesting. I mean, I wouldn't mind Kushida sticking around. I think he just adds to any division that he's in. Um, I will say I am kind of ready for speedball to kind of move up to start it, to sniff the main event scene. Or at least like another title run. His what he did with the X Division was amazing. I wouldn't hate him having the digital media, but I don't think he needs it. But I don't know what what another title is. But I would like him to start sniffing the main event because I think hey he has such great chemistry with damn near everybody. I want to see him every week. I want to see him every week. Chad's talking about Jonathan Gresham. He is injured. Uh, they're saying he's out four to six weeks. It's uh, he he's pulled from American Rana, which is a Beyond Wrestling event. They announced that uh, about two days ago. So uh, yeah, he he'll he'll be back soon. Honestly, Gresham's not figured into anything immediate, but I know that they're going to be factoring him in once uh, once he's back in the fold for for impact. Yeah, yeah. speedy recovery, Gresham Wolf. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, someone in the chat's talking about like what do we do with Sonata? So Sonata's going to be. I know you and I talked about this and mm-hmm. had a good go around about this a few weeks ago on the show. Sonata still doesn't have an official opponent or announced segment for emergence he's just going to appear i don't know who you could have sonata face off against that would make sense speedball is probably the only guy on my list at this point no i was gonna say kashid i'm like no he already had a match girl yep there's nobody else uh you could do if macklin's better and macklin wants to start a program i'd love to see it but i don't want to see macklin lose on his return I'd love to see Macklin return during the eight-man tag instead. Well, now this is just me. I wish I had my um, my conspiracy theory hat, which I have no idea where it is. But I wouldn't mind into a segue into our next uh, segment. Crazy Steve challenging Sonata. Since he said he's looking for something to do and break out on his own, and he's always getting left behind, I would I would absolutely try to do something with Crazy Steve. Why not? Why not? Nicole Distin is gone, so like, why not? Tom Hannafin sits down with Crazy Steve. Apparently, this is a three-part interview. Steve says he feels forgotten. His friends are becoming strangers. Talks about how the Death Dolls are currently doing their own thing, and that Courtney Rush is being spoken uh, spoken to, or Rosemary is being spoken through Courtney Rush. Talks about his abandonment throughout his career in Impact Wrestling. Mentions everyone he's been involved with and everyone who's left him. Talks about how how he's blind. And this is something that I think a lot of Impact fans know, but maybe newer fans don't know, uh, that he's been in the business for 21 years. Uh, I think there was a story once upon a time about Crazy Steve having a WWE tryout and his blindness basically not getting him the gig. So... This is something he's been dealing with for a long time. It's Yeah, it is. It's crazy and no pun intended. But this was a really, really good segment. Something totally different for Crazy Steve, especially over the last few months. Uh, What do you think of this? And where are we going to go with Crazy Steve and his three-parter with uh, Tom Hannafin? I feel so bad for Crazy Steve after watching that interview when him talking about everyone's leaving me and I still talk to Rosemary and have it through the undead row. But right now, Jessica and Courtney Rush are doing the thing. And he starts listing off other teams, which I'm sure, like you said, were teams that have come and gone and Crazy Steve has still remained. 
he's very well spoken. He has a great build. I I don't know why someone wouldn't push him. I get it being legally blind, but not for nothing. If you don't know that about him, the way he wrestles, you wouldn't be able to know. And legally blind doesn't mean completely blind. It means you can't drive. <laughs> like it means that far distances and things like that, like you would be forgiven if you're like, I'm legally blind, but you know what I mean? Like you see this, you know, I, I think that we could do something with him. It might be time for a change for him. I don't hate him being part of the crazy group, part of decay, but I, it really made me feel for him. It put a human side to crazy Steve, which I think everybody else is getting more depth than crazy. Steve. So this makes sense. And that guy said previously, if we're going to do something out of the box, crazy Steve is a great wrestler. So someone like him versus Sonata, I wouldn't be upset about, even if it's a losing effort, which it probably will be. It's nice for him to get his name out there. Cause he has a great skill set. Again, he looks great in the ring he has a great skill set and all things considered. He's a good base and a good high flyer too. Yeah, no, you're right. He's, He's got a lot of potential, and there's a lot of stuff that you want uh, out of a guy like Crazy Steven. He will deliver. Uh, speaking of which, Subculture, they're delivering by basically retaining their Impact Tag titles at Attack Pro Wrestling and then cutting a promo saying they're fighting champions. I have nothing to add about this. Do you? No. Uh, Joe Hendry and Yuya Yumura, they're deciding to go after the tag team titles, though. You got two people arguing in the back, and they say his, they say, say his name, and of course, Joe Hendry appears, and then they're like, what are you doing here? And Hendry's like, no, you called on me. You, you said my name. And then in, they do the, the Yuya thing. It's very cute. It's very funny. Hendry's like, no, I gave you my contractually obligated rematch for the Digital Media Championship. Say whatever you need to say. Speak your piece. And then we're going to go our separate ways. And that's it. And then Yumura just says, champions plural and then Hendry just goes on to this whole he starts fighting the idea fighting the notion and then he realizes ah, I got to go got to go in a different direction can they coexist are joe hendry and yuya yamura about to become the impact world tag team champions crescent star or is joe hendry gonna turn on yuya or is yuya gonna turn on joe hendry and finally get himself an extra piece to that pie of character development we continue to talk about let's start backwards because that last one was very the most interesting yeah i think that that's not a terrible idea and like he just starts cutting a promo in complete English, like you wouldn't let me finish, you greedy son of a bitch. And if you would have let me finish, I would have told you. But instead, you just played me. I didn't even want to go for your X Division Championship, and hope I'd be an idiot if I said no. That'd be a gag. I would pop. I would pop. I do see Joe Hendry turning on him because again, I like Joe Hendry. But Joe Hendry is not the hero. He's an anti-hero at best. That man took someone's inheritance. It could be the father of some other woman's child. You know what I mean? Like, he, Joe Hendry is not the good guy. However, this Yuya Uamara thing with his music is real cute. So if it's an odd couple pairing, that's real cute. If they become like a real it girl, it girl couple, okay, I'm with it. Do I think they'll take it off of the eventual tag? When, like, do I think they'll take it off of subculture? No. Do I think they'll take it off the rascals? No. Do I even think they'll take it off of like an ace of base? No. A Sammy Callahan versus um, Sammy Callahan Swan versus them. Yeah, I could see that, but that's providing Callahan and Swan beat uh, the Rascals and Subculture. We all know the Rascals are gonna cheat to win. So, uh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it, but I could see Joe Hendry turning on him. It's good idea to get them away if they want to be cool and be friends for a while. That'd be great too. Have them inject into the attack division, but. I, I do see. If anyone's going to turn on someone, it'll be Joe Hendry's. Like, I'm tired of motivating people who aren't motivated. And I'm about to motivate you. Be like, Dango, man, unmotivated people suck. <laughs> well, I'm here to motivate you, Cresta. I'm here to motivate you to join the best five bucks in the business. Fightforslut.com. Oh, I got gotcha. you. We got an update on Bray Wyatt that went live today. And, of course, at the beginning of this show... Sean Rossap was live with the post Ring of Honor crew talking about that Bray Wyatt update. But if you want all of the details written and reported, you've got it at FightfulSelect.com, the best five bucks in the business. You want to know who originated the location of AEW Full Gear, where it's going to be this year? Well, guess what? FightfulSelect.com. Roman Reigns got an injury. Well, we have all the details, including just, just, just all the details, all the talk about it. Is he going to miss any time? What's going to happen? What are we expecting? FightfulSelect.com. We got the reporting. And of course, a little bit of impact news. 
Moose signed a new contract. You want to know the details? We got it over at FightfulSelect.com. And tomorrow, if you're listening live, but if you're not and it's Friday, whatever it is, Friday, 1 p.m. Eastern, as of right now, uh, myself and Jeremy Lambert, who hosts In the Weeds on Fightful Overbooked, we're going to be hosting the Q&A over on FightfulSelect.com. Go over to FightfulSelect.com. There is a thread where you can ask your questions, ask us anything. Uh, if it's scoops related, Sean will probably get us an answer that we can basically be his his conduit through which we answer it. But either way, for five bucks, you're getting all the answers and you get to talk to us and hang out with us because we're fun. We're fun, okay? But get the news and all the other stuff. Sour Graps, Coexisting After Dark, the, the everything. Just go. FightfulSelect.com, best five bucks in the business. I think we got it. AO sending a super chat saying, Cressa, don't be like that. Henry, smile. It'll fool you. Don't let it fool you. Well, I was being nosy the other day and I, I found out that Joe Hendry is born the day before I am. I'm May 2nd, and he's born May 1st. That being said, you can't trust Taurus men. He don't let that, so he's charismatic. He's charismatic, but you can't trust him. In fact, in fact, I have been, Walter's Gate has a gorilla grip on me, and I have a wrestler campaign, and I'm a bard. You know what my bard's name is? Joe Hendry. And you know what his proficiency is? Deception. You know, do with that information as you will. Insults if, people through song. Baby, I can't break up with him. I still got CDs in his truck. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Who's him? Tell me his name. Say his name. <laughs> oh, our main event, Moose Myers and Bully take on Laredo Kid, Black Taurus, and it was supposed to be Samurai Del Sol, but he got beat down by Leo Rush backstage, so now it's a three-on-two match. Uh, Bully and... Black Taurus matching up in this match was excellent. Taurus taking down Bully a bunch. Bully's bumping for Black Taurus, and I love it. He's like, Bully looked at Black Taurus and be like, oh, that big son of a bitch. I'll do stuff for him. Let's go. It was it was a really, really fun match. Uh, Taurus gets that hot tag to Laredo Kid. Eventually, Laredo Kid gets ripped in, whipped into the referee by Bully Ray. They do a picture-in-picture shot, the reaction of the time machine and Josh Alexander just watching the the referee bump and then all the action that happens afterwards. And there's just this delay of all four men looking at the screen, just being like, oh, as if they were told by someone off camera. And <laughs> now do the reaction. It was very funny, uh, at least to me, just thinking about the backstage stuff. Bully goes to unmask Laredo Kid and out go the lights. It's WCW 2000 and PCO is back. The lightning and the thunder. Bully is just gaping mouth completely shocked pco standing in the ring he takes out moose and myers and bully starts to run away pco chases after him moose takes out black Taurus. they double team laredo kid myers hits the roster cut gets the win so moose myers and bully technically are your winners but really the post match is bully running down the stairs running away repeatedly yelling i lit him on fire i lit him on fire don't do Long Island accents like that. Actually, do Long Island accents like that. Get him. Get her, Jade. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bully Ray, in true Long Island fashion, steals a car and goes to drive off. PCO runs up, can't get into the car, drives away, and he's just yelling, Bully! Stella! Anyway, PCO is back. <laughs> what do we think of this main event? <laughs> like I said at the crossover, I am so happy for PCO. He is literally... Their sting, their undertaker. When shit gets real, the lightning goes out. You hear the lightning crack. Who could it sting? No, it's not. It's PCO. PCO. I like how PCO is becoming their spooky final boss, and I live for it. Um, Honestly, Bully Ray, that's what you get. You know? You shouldn't set people on fire, especially the undead, because, you know, undead kind of implies that, you know, you can't kill them. So, you know, you know, whose fault is that? Whose fault is that? What if, what if Bully Ray, what if PCO set you on fire? An eye for an eye, the whole world goes blind except the one motherfucker at the end who got one eye. So. I set him on fire. I lit him on fire. Sorry, that's all I got. Nah, nah, I respect it. I mean, that's a good, if you see a man get set on fire, you're like, I got away with homicide. All right. Legal purposes is a joke. <laughs> and then that same man who you homicide comes back, not homicide the wrestler, but like, you know, and then you, you damn near ran him over. Didn't they run him over too? Like, you did all of this stuff for him to come back, bro. Maybe it's time to hang up the boots for being a life of crime. Go home, be a family man. <laughs> Look, man, they announced today 
on Busted Open Radio that at Impact 1000 on September the 9th, that's when they're taping it, they're going to have the reunion of Team 3D. So Bully is going to have Devon with him. Devon, I don't think he could take a bump because I'm pretty sure that he got a backyotomy like years ago. And he Not just, a backyotomy. Yeah, him and Randy Orton. I'm pretty sure he ain't taking bumps no more. So I don't think they could do a 3D. Maybe they can't. I don't know. Bull, uh, Devon also has two sons who are wrestling who are at their tag team. So he might take the kids and be like, you're going to do the thing with bully bully. You'll set him up, whatever it is, but take um, your kids to work day. Yeah. Take your kids to work day. But I, I'm just, I'm looking forward to seeing team 3d reunite and maybe they'll do a 3d spot with PCO or PCO will beat the shit out of team 3d. Either way, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of opportunities and someone in the chat saying Macklin's also at fault because yeah, it was Macklin and, and bully who, did the battery acid, let him on fire. Moose was there too. Uh, I think Moose was there. Definitely. No, it was just oh, Macklin. Macklin it was Bully. just Macklin and Bully. They're the ones who dragged him outside. Moose was like, listen, I, I dabble, but not like that. Mm-mm. <laughs> so either way, uh, yeah. So regardless, I'm looking forward to what they do there with Impact 1000, but I'm also looking forward to what we do with, with uh, PCO and Bully. That is something I'm okay with. You know why? Because... Those two are so inconsequential in the impact landscape. Not then that's not to demean any one of them. Mm-hmm. It's just that neither of them should be going for a championship right now. So let them have a blood feud with each other, and I will be more than entertained by that. Let's do that. I don't disagree with that. I know we on this show give Bully Ray. Mr. Bulford Rail, a hard time. We give him a very hard time, and then we end up liking his matches. And I'm not even going to hold you. I like this tonight as well. Him just running away scared. This man was, this was an acting night. This was inside the actors, Gil. <laughs> it, was was a, it was a good night. It was a good episode of Impact. I do recommend it. I It kind of flew by for mm-hmm. me, which was nice. It was an easy watch, so I appreciate that. A couple weeks away from Emergence, you've got Multiverse coming up the week before that. Uh, looking forward to it. So, uh, With that in mind, Crest the Star, where can the people find you on the internet and what you got going on? Alright, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, am I allowed? I am allowed to solicit myself. Alright. Well, we're here, aren't we? Yeah. Um, if not Thursdays, definitely Fridays after these post shows, I have started, like I've said before, a Baldur's Gate wrestlers run. I would love if you guys pulled up and tuned in right now. I'm Joe Hendry, who's a bard. We have Juice Robinson, who is a known, a known druid. (laughs) We have Jay Lethal, who is a monk. (laughs) And we've got Bianca Belair, who's a cleric. It's it's for the memes. You guys are more than welcome to watch on my personal channel, and that's Cresta Star on TikTok and Twitch, which you could also find me watching wrestling on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, typically. Saturdays, I do the post show here, not with Joe Pearl, unfortunately, who's the bestest, no matter what they pay no matter what they may say about him. Joe Pearl and I are here on Thursdays, and on Saturdays, I'm with Rick Lachino, Iridian. And Sean Ross. I'm sorry, the my oven makes music now. And I was like, I'm what is that it. sound? I'm hearing it. So it's, that's my beep to let me know. Ding, fries are done. That's another old reference. It's wow. just being old tonight. <laughs> and that being said, if that was too much information, because we had just rambled through that, Crest of the Star is my ex-Yeeter Twitter, the at formerly known as Twitter. You can find my link tree right in there. It has the playlist to all of these shows in case you miss anything with Joel Pearl. And the post show. Joel Pearl, where can they find you? Because my brain is turning off. Mine too. I am at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Go over to Fightful Overbooked. Check us out over there, youtube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. We drop content every single day. Jeremy Lambert and I go in the weeds Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern till noon. And, of course, on Fightful Select this week on the Friday, which is, I mean, now, I guess. I don't know. It's the 11th. When, when you get to the 11th, that's a Friday Jeremy Lambert and I are going to be doing the Q&A this week. So just just go go watch it, okay? Just do the thing, okay? Go submit a question. I have a, I have a question. I have a question. I have a question. I have a question. Um, yeah. When is your title match against Steve Macklin? I'll take my answers off air. Thank you. Fifleselect.com. I'll answer the question if you ask it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, we'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Uh, oh, we got, a su- we got a super sticker. I can't, at the last minute. <laughs> I can't show them, but I'm sure it's somewhere very beautiful on YouTube.com slash rifle. It is a um, it is a pair doing the mic drop, and that's what we're about to do right now. Perfect. We'll see you in the next one. Cheers.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.